Buenos dias, Lamborda. This is the Rorschach Spain update from Thursday, the 29th of July. Every week, we'll let you know what's going down in Spain for the whole week. We start with news from the United States, where Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez spent last week touring major cities in New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, while promoting Spain. At his meetings in New York, the main focus was on investment funds such as Bank of America, Morgan Stanley, J.P. Morgan, many others, with whom he discussed new housing and labor reforms in Spain. Some Americans don't seem so happy with recent legislative changes, but Sanchez has tried to reassure them that Spain is and will continue to be an attractive country to invest in. In addition to meetings with investment fund managers, Sanchez also met with executives of major U.S. audiovisual companies like Netflix, HBO, and Disney. Goal is to encourage them to view Spain as an attractive investment possibility in the audiovisual sector and highlighting Spain's fiscal incentives for such projects. He referred to Spain as the Hollywood of Europe. According to several officials present, both meetings went pretty well. Sanchez also visited Silicon Valley, NASA, and even appeared morning joe show on msnbc promoting spain however his trip did not include a visit to the white house or meeting with president joe biden spain has proposed a comprehensive revision of the bilateral agreement with morocco relations between the neighboring countries have been strained since over 10,000 immigrants illegally crossed the moroccan border into spain two months ago the most challenging part of the agreement will undoubtedly be the situation in western sahara former spanish colony it's now under Moroccan administration and partially claimed by the Sahrawi national movement, the Polisario Front. The Moroccan government is demanding that Spain and the EU recognize the territory as Moroccan, as the U.S. did under the Trump administration, one of its many foreign policy bombs set for the Biden administration. The moment Spain's position is to follow the decision made by the EU, which considers the Polisario Front to be the legitimate representative of the Sahrawi people and maintains that the Sahrawis have a right to self-determination. Diplomatic sources claim that such an agreement will not be easy and that negotiating will take time. For now, Moroccan authorities are silent on the possibility of arranging a meeting with Spanish representatives to discuss these important matters that could ease tensions between the two countries. A wave of gender-based violence that has resulted in 28 murders of women since the end of the state of alarm in Spain has prompted the government to take urgent measures. On Tuesday, the 27th of July, the Council of Ministers approved a document entitled Catalog of Urgent Measures of the Plan for Improvement and Modernization Against Gender Violence. Among other measures, the catalog introduces a mandatory annual course for all police members and all personnel in the Directorate of Justice. The course aims to reinforce the protection of victims and detect cases of abuse, even among women who have not reported it, which is almost 80% of cases, according to the Ministry of Equality. About 2% of primary and 8% of secondary education students in Spain fail at least one year during their schooling. These figures, which are almost three times the European average, cost taxpayers about 1.4 billion euros per year. However, the cost is not the only issue in the current schooling system. Lucas Cortazar, a World Bank advisor and educational coordinator at the Center for Economic Policy, says students now show that repeating a year does not help students improve their knowledge. He stressed that Spain needs to restructure the entire educational system as grades should not be the only factor that determine if a student passes or fails an academic year. Gortazar believes a better solution would be to take that 1.5 billion euros and invest them into helping students with learning disabilities overcome obstacles. Last week, the Ministry of Education closed the public debate about the royal decree 
whose new draft will regulate measures to consider when deciding whether a student will pass or fail the class. Last 14 days, a cumulative incidence of COVID-19 cases has increased to 700 per day per 100,000 inhabitants. Catalonia and Madrid are still the regions with the highest total number of cases exceeding 800,000. On a more positive note, more than 55% of the citizens of Spain received both doses of the vaccine. Minister of Health of Andalucía tweeted on Wednesday, the 28th of July, to encourage all pregnant women to register and receive their vaccines regardless of trimester. He stated that pregnant women who receive the vaccine would automatically protect their baby's health and reduce possible complications if they became infected with the virus while pregnant. Since Saturday the 24th, more than 300 firefighters have been trying to contain a wildfire that spread across 1,600 hectares of land across Catalonia. Fortunately, on Monday the 26th of July, rain helped emergency services reduce the spread of about 90% of the fire. 168 people were evacuated from the area. Authorities are still investigating the cause of the fire, and although they have ruled out arson, they believe the cause is likely human negligence. It seems that at least once a month, new accusations are brought forward against the former king of Spain, Juan Carlos I, the emeritus king, after being accused by the swift prosecution of hiding assets, his former lover, Corina Larson, has accused him of illegal surveillance in the United Kingdom and harassment since 2012. According to UK officials, the defense of Juan Carlos I has not yet responded to the claim. 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo started on Friday, the 23rd of July. Spain is competing in all sports except baseball, rugby sevens, wrestling, and surfing. Spain has participated in all the Summer Olympics since its 1920 debut, with two exceptions. In 1936, the Spaniards withdrew due to the Spanish Civil War. In 1956, they refused to participate as a protest against the Soviet invasion of Hungary. So far, they've won two silver medals in taekwondo and canoeing and one bronze medal in cycling. Amazon Prime's new series, Operation Black Tide, began filming in Spain early in July. The first co-production between Spain and Portugal will be a four-episode miniseries about the actual drug operation that took place in 2019. That year, Spanish authorities caught three crew members trying to smuggle 3,000 kilos of cocaine from Colombia to Spain using a submarine. The miniseries will follow the journey of those three crew members. Scenes will be filmed around Galicia and certain parts of Portugal. Treat for all the reggae lovers in Extremadura. The first edition of the Extrema Reggae Festival kicks off this Saturday, the 31st of July in Badajoz. The organizers aim to make the event a meeting point for African, Portuguese, and Spanish reggae musicians and fans. The headliners are Spanish singer Adriana Rogan and Portuguese band Roberta Roots. You can find the link to purchase the tickets in the show notes. And our recommendation for the end of the week show is a book, not just any book, but the classic by George Orwell, Amish de Catalunya, often cited as one of the best books on Spanish Civil War. It will not only give you an insight into George Orwell's memories, but also provide you with snippets of history of the parties involved in the war, the anarchists, communists, and fascists. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. We want to know about what you love about living in Spain and what drives you crazy about it. Other Spain-related stuff you'd like us to know about or you want to know more about, you can write us a review on your preferred podcast platform or send us an email at podcast at Rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima. 